Hey all, this is going to be a lengthy post, so brace yourself. I am a 44-year-old married man. I knew what I wanted in life from the very beginning. A decent paying job, a loving wife, and beautiful kids. That was my plan for life. And I got all of it. Well, almost all until things came crashing down. I caught my wife red-handed cheating with my son's best friend. I am devastated to say the least. She ruined not just my life, but also my son's. I just wanted somewhere to pour my heart out with my story. I found out that this was a perfect place for people like me to let it out and find comfort from others. Let's back up for a bit till we get to the juicy parts of the story. I know that's what you guys are here for. So let's start from how it all started. My wife, Bella and I, have been married for the past 20 years. We got married when we were very young and just starting on with our lives. Initially, we were very happy like two love-struck people and loved every second of being together. Bella had always been a very attractive woman. I might admit that when we started dating, I was always uncomfortable with the way guys used to look at her, always judging as to how a pretty woman like her could be with an average-looking guy like me. And although I was uncomfortable with the way men used to look at her, what concerned me even more was the way she looked back at them, giving them flirty glances and flashing a smile. I guess I should have seen this coming. But when you are young and with an attractive woman, you just want to make that woman your own by marrying her rather than thinking what could happen to you in the long term. My wife did not have much ambition to work, and I did not mind that. She was a stay-at-home wife that changed very soon. She got pregnant just two weeks after we were married. I was elated to hear her being pregnant. On the other hand, my wife did not look that happy. I asked her what the matter was and if she wasn't happy with the news. She said that she is scared and too young to be a mother. I could understand that. I was 24 and she was 21. The fear was understandable. However, I convinced her that I would always be there for her. Finally, after a lot of convincing, Bella finally agreed to go ahead with the pregnancy. Since she was too young and slim, she had a lot of problems during her pregnancy. It was very difficult for me to take care of her and work at the same time. I worked my ass off to keep balance between work and being there for Bella. Every time there was a problem with her pregnancy, she blamed me for forcing her to go ahead with the pregnancy. I ignored it most of the time as I knew that it was just the mood swings and that she did not mean any of it. Finally, she gave birth to a baby boy. We named him Luke. We instantly fell in love with him and wanted to provide him with everything that he ever asked for. We were determined to give Luke the best life possible, showering him with love and ensuring his every need was met. As he grew older, our bond only strengthened and we cherished every moment spent with our precious son. I started taking up more and more work and got caught up with work most often than not. As he grew older, Bella and I had designated roles in our lives. I was the breadwinner and she was the caretaker. A few years later, Luke started going to school. Bella would take him to school and get him back. I had started my own business, which kept me busy and away from home. I put all my faith in Bella to raise Luke with utmost care and affection. The days I was home, I noticed that Bella would use ample amount of time to get ready just to drop Luke to school. When I asked her about it, she told me that she does not want other mothers to judge her. She even joined yoga classes to get herself into shape. I was a little surprised by this, but anyway, as long as she was happy, I did not mind it. I had a few dull days at work as business was not doing that well. I was spending much of my time at home. 
I would get up to see Bella get up early and have everything ready for Luke's school. I could see how she cared so much for him. She would dress up and even put on makeup just to drop him off at 7 a.m. I never knew she was so scared of being judged by others to go through all this effort. I suggested dropping them off as I had nothing going on. She hesitated at first and then agreed. I was waiting by the car with Luke when she rushed in to get her phone. She came in and we drove off to Lukey's school. After dropping him off, I asked her if she wanted to eat out as it's been too long for just the two of us. She said that she has to go to her yoga classes at 11 and can't be late for it. I thought it was strange that she cared much more about the yoga class than spending time with me. I promised her that we would be back by then. I took her to her favorite cafe and we bonded. It was refreshing to spend time alone, just the two of us. At 10, she reminded me that she needs to get home otherwise she would be late for her class. I told her that I could drop her, but she said that she would like to walk as it wasn't far off. I did not have a choice, so I stayed at home trying to figure out ways to get my business on track. As days passed, I found a new investor and got super busy. I would often leave home by five and get back pretty late. Both Bella and Luke would be fast asleep by the time I was home. I wished and prayed that I get to spend more time with both of them. I did not want to miss this time to see my son growing up. One day I left home very early to meet a potential partner. Halfway there, I got a call that due to bad weather, he could not make it and had to reschedule. I agreed on the reschedule and started heading home. That's when I realized that it was almost time to get Luke from school. I figured I could make it in time and zip through the traffic. I could not imagine the look of surprise on both Luke and Bella when they would see me at school. With these thoughts, I rushed to the school. I parked my car as I started seeing all the kids leaving. I tried to spot Bella and Luke. I decided to look for Bella's car, which would make it easier. I found her car and an empty spot beside it. I parked my car beside her car so I could not miss them when they came out. I was getting impatient when I saw her getting out of one of Luke's teacher's cars. I could not understand what was happening. Where was Luke? Why was she getting out of that car? I walked towards them and confronted her. She looked at me with shock and surprise. I did not know if that was because I was here or because I caught her here. She told me that the teacher wanted to show her Luke's test results and discuss it with her. I asked her that the car is not a place for such an important discussion. I am not a fool. She said that he did not want to turn it into a big issue, so he wanted to meet outside of school. She very well convinced me that it was all about Luke and nothing to do with her. There was nothing going on between them. I decided to give her the benefit of the doubt and trust her explanation. However, I made it clear that in the future, any important discussions about Luke should take place in a more appropriate setting, such as during a parent-teacher conference at school. We picked up Luke, who was still at school waiting to be picked up and left. Even though it wasn't much, that experience gave me cause for concern. I did not tell Bella about it, but was not fully convinced about it. As days passed by, I completely forgot about it as I got hit by a truckload of work for my new business venue. As my business started taking off, I decided to ask Bella if we could now focus on building our family. I wanted us to have another kid that would keep Bella company when Luke would be at school. Luke would have a younger sibling to play with. Bella despised that idea. She did not want any more kids. She was happy to have Luke, and that's it. Bella explained that she felt content with their current family dynamic 
and didn't want to disrupt their lives by adding another child. She emphasized the importance of giving all their attention and resources to Luke, ensuring his happiness and well-being. Despite understanding her perspective, I couldn't help but feel a sense of longing for a larger family and the joy that another child could bring. I put my desires aside for the sake of Bella and her happiness. I did not want to force her again to have another baby when she was not ready. A few days later, I thought that I should take Bella and Lukey out for a trip. I had not completely mended things with Bella. I was hoping to do that during this trip. I reached home early and could not find her. It then came to me that she might be in her yoga classes. As it was nearby, I decided to walk and give her a surprise. It was strange that there was no one around for the class. There were no cars or even people walking by. I approached the door and was just about to knock on the door when I heard my wife laughing. I stopped in my tracks and ducked quickly. I hid behind a tree as I saw Bella walking out. I could see her yoga instructor put his hands on her thighs. I was enraged and came out of hiding. As soon as he saw me, he pulled his hand away. Bella was unfazed as if there was nothing wrong. I pulled her from there and as we started walking, I told her what I saw. She told me that he is used to it as he has to teach by touching and correcting the postures. Also, she mentioned that he was gay. I was not convinced, but I let it go. Like I said, my wife and I had been married for 20 years. It was not a happy marriage, for the most part of it at least. After we had a baby, I started working my ass off to provide for her and the baby with everything they needed. It was hard. I had to make ends meet and also be available for Bella and Luke when they needed me, which was almost every day. In spite of this, Bella always complained about me not being around when she needed me. It was getting difficult for me to explain to her that I needed to work extra hours at my job so that we could raise our baby the way we wanted. The strain on our relationship only intensified after Luke started going to school. I felt torn between being a caring husband, a doting father, and the sole bread earner of the house. Somehow, I still managed to maintain the financial stability for our young family. Despite all this, she always blamed me for convincing her to have a baby and ruining her future. This was the topic of constant arguments between us for a long time. The tension between us only grew more and more as she believed that her dreams and aspirations were shattered because of my decision. It seemed like in every disagreement, we had to circle back to this topic, causing strain in our relationship. And although we had cracks in our relationship and we were never going to be the same again, we both loved our son too much, so we stayed together for his sake. There were instances when I had noticed my wife flirting with young men, which according to her was not harmful at all. She called it being friendly and told me I was jealous. I ignored this as I always believed she would never cheat on me. I decided I will not ask her anything about her male friends as long as she took care of our son. Looking back now, I don't think that was a good thing. I even caught her a little too comfortable with a few men more than once. I let it go as I loved her way too much. Our son Luke has always been a very good boy. He was very good at his studies and always responsible. He grew up with another boy named Troy. They were inseparable since childhood. When they were 12, Troy's family had to move to a different city for his dad's business. The boys still kept in touch even after that. They would often video chat and plan visits to see each other during school breaks. Despite the distance, their friendship remained strong, proving that true bonds can withstand any obstacle. 
When Luke and Troy were 15, they decided to go to the same university. They had rented an apartment there and were living together. One summer, Luke and Troy wanted to come and stay with us during their summer. We were very happy to hear this. After the boys arrived, our house was filled with laughter and joy after a long time. Seeing the boys around the house brought back memories of when we were all younger and spent summers together. I was hoping that this could be an opportunity for us to get closer to each other as a family. Bella was the happiest to have the boys around. She insisted on driving them everywhere and was spending as much time as possible with them. I was happy to see that due to Luke and Troy coming over. There was so much positivity in our house and subsequently less friction between Bella and me. I thought that this could be an opportunity I could grab to mend my relationship with Bella. I went out of my way to plan a trip to a cottage in the woods with the boys and Bella. I was very excited for this trip that could change a lot of things for me. I carefully arranged all the details, from organizing fun activities for everyone to ensuring a comfortable stay at the cottage. The anticipation of spending quality time together in such a peaceful setting filled me with hope and optimism for the future of our relationship. The activities would keep the boys busy and give me some alone time to reconcile with Bella. I did not share my details of the trip as I wanted it to be a surprise for all of them and look at what I would see when they realized where we were heading to. I told all of them that I would be taking them on a long drive and we might be back early in the morning so we packed up a few clothes. Bella was very reluctant but went ahead with the plan. We started driving and the boys started playing loud music as the car sped off. After three hours of driving and a few bathroom breaks, we were on the road to the cottage. That is when realization stuck and the boys looked at me amazed. They finally understood what I had planned. We made our way into the cottage and made ourselves comfortable. The boys made plans of what they would do the next day. Everything was going the way I had wanted it to. We had our dinner and went to bed. The next morning we headed out skiing and were out till lunch. During lunch, I noticed that Bella was eyeing Troy with a mischievous smile. I could not shake that feeling off, but then I felt very absurd to think that Bella would think something of Troy. He was a kid who had grown up in front of our eyes. I decided that I was thinking way too much into it. Troy is the same as Luke to her. It can't be. I ignored my gut and tried focusing on improving the relationship between me and Bella. After the kids left, I told Bella that we should spend some quality time together. I could see that spark in her eyes when we used to be close. I cursed myself for doubting her. We had a nice romantic afternoon away from all the noise and hustle. I finally thought that things will slowly start getting better between us. I promised her that I would try to take such trips often so that we could slowly get back to the way we were. As we were heading back home after two days of our trip, I had a smile pasted on my lips thinking of how this has changed my life. We came back and things were slowly going back to normal. Bella would kiss me goodbye when I left for work. This was something that had not happened in like a lifetime. I was really happy and went to work with a smile on my face after a long time. It felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders, knowing that our relationship was back on track. Bella's affectionate gestures brought a renewed sense of hope and optimism for our future together. Things were getting better and she was actually trying to rebond with me. But my happiness did not last too long. I started noticing that my wife had been missing from our bed almost every night for a couple of nights. Bella is usually a very sound sleeper and rarely wakes up in the middle of the night. I had been having a very bad feeling about this. 
One day when I woke up in the middle of the night to get some water, I noticed she was not there beside me on the bed. I thought she was in the bathroom, but she wasn't. I slowly walked downstairs to check if she was in the kitchen getting something to eat or drink. I couldn't hear any noise, but nevertheless, I went and checked in the kitchen. It was all dark and silent. As I started walking back upstairs, I noticed that the door leading to the backyard from the kitchen was open. I was sure that I had locked it at night to avoid any animals getting into the kitchen. I opened the door to make sure that there were no animals and was about to lock it when I heard a noise. I decided to investigate this. I followed the noise and thought it might be a bird or something. I decided to wait for a few minutes to see if it fades away, but it did not, and it kept on coming. As I walked closer to where the sound was coming from, I realized that it was not the sound of a bird. It sounded more like a human's voice. It sounded like someone was moaning. I thought it was one of the boys fooling around with a girl they must have picked up at the club earlier. As I approached the sound of the moaning, my heart sank as I recognized the voice. It had been so long since I had heard this voice, but it was unmistakably Bella's. But who was she with? Was she cheating on me with someone? Who could it be? As all these thoughts raced through my mind, I slowly approached the door to our barn, my heart pounding in my chest. I slowly opened the door, revealing a scene that shattered my world into a million pieces. There she was, locked in an intimate embrace with someone I had never imagined. It was Troy. I could not believe what I was seeing. I was looking at my wife and the best friend of my son in the same bed, naked, making passionate love. How could they have done this to me? And Troy, he was Luke's best friend throughout his life. Luke would be devastated if he comes to know about this. I was full of rage. I switched on the lights and shouted at the top of my voice, what the fuck is going on over here? Bella was shocked to see me and Troy was terrified and started apologizing. I asked him to get out of my house immediately. We had a big confrontation with a lot of shouting and yelling at each other. I saw a side of my wife that I had never seen before. She looked at me with so much hatred. Hearing all the commotion, Luke ran up to the barn and saw everything. He was equally shocked and hurt. Looking at her son, seeing her like that, Bella for the first time realized what she had done. And although she was embarrassed, she hated me to have insulted her this way in front of her son. She despised every bit of me. It felt like the only reason she had been putting up with me for so long was for the comfort I provided along with the company of my son. In that moment, all the love and affection seemed to have vanished, replaced by anger and resentment. It was as if our relationship had been built on such a fragile foundation that it had finally crumbled under the weight of our differences. I couldn't help but wonder if there was any way to salvage what was left of our marriage. I don't even know if I want to get back together after such a deceit. Troy did not have any face to show us. He packed his bags and left. On the other hand, Bella, my dear wife who had been married to me for the past 20 years, was waiting for me in our bedroom. I didn't even want to look at her face. She had become the most disgusting human being to me in that instant. As I entered the bedroom, the tension between us was palpable. The once loving and familiar features of her face now seemed foreign and repulsive, a painful reminder of the shattered trust and betrayal that had consumed our relationship. I was in no mood to talk to her. She said that it was all my fault. I was taken aback by her accusation. Not only was she the one who cheated, but now I was the one to blame. Wow, just wow. 
What was I even expecting from her? She started her rant that if she would not have had a baby at such a young age, then her wife would have turned out to be completely different. It was I who had forced her to have a baby and that changed everything for her. She lost her freedom figure and youth all at once. She would have probably become an actress or a model that would have changed everything for her. I was left speechless after all the venom she was spouting out. I had nothing to say to her after listening to all this. I was at least expecting my wife to love Luke with all her heart, but I was so wrong. All she felt was trapped and suffocated, so I asked her to leave. I was setting her free. The next morning when I woke up, there was no sign of Bella. I couldn't care less for that woman. I felt betrayed and hurt by the woman I had done so much for. I couldn't help but imagine all the times she had flirted with all those young men and wondered if she had been sleeping around behind my back for a long time now. I wondered how long this had been going on for. All those times when she had told me that she was just being friendly and I shouldn't feel jealous. I felt like a complete loser and hated her so much. I felt disgusted by what she had done to me and Luke. I was in a state of shock for the first few days. I couldn't fathom what had happened. And the more I thought about it, the more I felt this had been going on for a while. I imagined how many men she must have slept with. All those days when I was working my ass off to make sure that I could provide everything that my family wanted, she was cheating on me and having the best time of her life. I felt disgusted to even think of the number of men who had slept in our bed with her. Luke had completely shut himself in his room for almost a week. Even now, he rarely comes out of his room, mostly to get food and water. He hasn't spoken a word since the incident. I'm really worried about him. I'm not sure if I should take him to therapy to help him deal with the situation. He not only has to deal with his mom cheating, but also the fact that she was cheating with his best friend. That could lead to a lot of stress for a teenager. It has been a difficult time for me as well. I finally decided to divorce my wife. I did not want her to ruin my son's life anymore. It would be better if she stays away from the both of us. She anyway felt suffocated with us around. It would just be me and Lukey now. I still do not know how to react to all of this. Someone I had loved and been with for 20 years, someone I had shared the roof with for 20 years, was suddenly not there. I felt lonely and angry at the same time. But then I realized why I felt so much anger. It was not entirely because my wife had been cheating on me. It was also because she did not have the decency to apologize to me for her behavior, for what she had done to me, to us, to Luke. Not once did she come and say that she was sorry and she regretted it. I knew I could not live with myself if I did not teach her a lesson for what she had done. At first I thought I would start seeing other women to make her jealous and make her realize what she lost. But then I realized it won't matter to her as she never loved me. I am not a violent person and do not wish harm to anyone, but I wish she was dead. But as much as I wished that, I knew that was not going to happen unless I did something about it. So I started devising ways of how I could hurt her. And although I did not like this and how this anger was consuming me, I knew I couldn't just move on with life without doing something. After all that which happened, I realized that I cannot let this go. I cannot let Bella ruin my life and leave Luke in this state and be happy. So I hired a private investigator to spy on her to see what she was doing with her life. I wanted to know what kind of life she would be living with us out of her way, 
She had taken up a job as a receptionist at a five-star hotel and was meeting a lot of people. After about a couple of weeks of spying, I was given pictures of her flirting with a rich old man. There were several pictures of her latching onto this man like a despo. I just couldn't help but think, did I never mean anything to her? We were together for 20 years and she moved on in just a couple of weeks. Did I or Luke mean nothing to her? All those years together, all those things that we had done as a family meant nothing to her? I can't just sit and do nothing. I couldn't let her get away with it. Luke had gone away for university to another city, as he did not want to run into Troy. I was alone at home and tried to formulate a plan to teach her a lesson. I called her and asked her to meet me after the weekend, and although she was hesitant, I told her I wanted to discuss something about the divorce. She agreed, so I asked her to come home after work. I had prepared dinner and was waiting for her when she arrived around 11 p.m. We sat down and I asked her if she was hungry. She said she was not and asked me what I wanted to discuss. Clearly, she was in no mood to stay and wanted to leave as soon as possible. I gave her a drink which I had spiked. Within minutes, she was unconscious and I carried her to the basement. I gagged her mouth and tied her hands and feet to the bed. She woke up after some time and was shocked to see what had happened. She started struggling with the ropes. She tried screaming but couldn't. She realized what was going on and was completely terrified. I gave her an injection and she passed out again. I had installed cameras in the basement to record everything that was going to happen in this room. I hired a male escort who would help me with my revenge. I had transformed our basement into a motel room with dim lights so that she cannot make out where she actually is. After my wife woke you up, things had been completely different and she felt like she was in a different place. The male escort acted as if she was always there with him. He told her a facky story about how they met at a bar and then ended up in this motel room. The escort started undressing her and she was enjoying it. She was completely in her senses now. She did not hesitate even a little to get comfy. He was young and willing to have sex with her and that was all she wanted. As I was looking at the recording sitting in my room, I felt more and more disgusted towards her. Is this what her real face is? All she needs is a man to fulfill her sexual desires? I paid the escort and asked him to leave. Till the time it took my wife to wake up, I got the footage from the previous night and sent it to all her lovers that my private investigator has provided me with. I also sent it to her parents and the hotel she was working for. I wanted to ruin her even more. When she finally woke up, she was tied to the bed again and I was sitting across her, sipping my morning coffee. It took a while for Bella to understand where she was and what was happening. She started yelling what I was doing in her room. I turned on the lights to show her where she was. She was stunned to know that she wasn't dreaming. She was actually here last night. I took her to the living room, her hands still tied and her face taped. I made her sit and watch the footage from last night. As the footage played, I told her if she ever thought about me or Luke while having fun last night. There were tears in her eyes, but I knew better not to fall for them anymore. I had learned from past experiences that her tears were often a manipulative tactic designed to evoke sympathy and divert attention from her own actions. Despite the sadness in her eyes, I remained resolute in my decision to no longer be deceived by her deceitful ways. I told her what I wanted to tell her, spoke my heart out about all the instances I felt that she had lied and cheated me. This time she took it too far as she hurt not only me, but also Luke. Luke was her son as well. I asked her if she did not think how it would impact Luke when he would come to know about her and Troy. 
Did he not matter to her at all? Had she never loved him? I could do nothing about it now. I knew that nothing I say or do is going to change that all our lives have been ruined by my wife's actions. I untied her, asked her to dress up so that I could drop her off to wherever she wanted to be dropped. With a heavy heart, I left my wife at the hotel she was working for and left with the closure I wanted. So here we are. I am unsure if what I had done was right or wrong. The hurt and the indifference of my wife towards me and my son broke my heart. I would have somehow held on to myself but Luke. He was a baby. He did not have to deal with all of this. It was not his fault. Why did she have to do this to him? Even after living for 20 years with a person, you cannot be sure if you know them well. I am still clueless about the reasons my wife stayed with me after all that hatred deep down. I am here to share my story and see if there is some advice or guidance I can get from you guys regarding the best course of action going forward. Comments. One, you Reddit user one. OP, I am aware of what you are going through. However, I feel that what you have done as revenge was way too extreme. You should just let go of this hatred you have towards your wife and move on. You still have your son who loves you and cherishes you. I believe that you both should move on and stay as away from your wife as possible. Continuing to hold on to this intense hatred will only bring more pain and negativity into your life. It's important to focus on healing and finding happiness for yourself and your son. Surround yourself with positive influences, seek therapy or counseling if needed, and channel your energy towards rebuilding a fulfilling life without dwelling on the past. Remember, forgiveness and personal growth are powerful tools for moving forward. To you, Reddit user two. OP, I am shocked at what your wife has done. I am too scared to trust anyone after hearing your story. I can't even begin to imagine the pain and betrayal you must be feeling right now. It's heartbreaking to think that someone you loved and trusted could do something so devastating. I think you did the right thing by sharing your story and seeking support. It takes immense courage to confront such a painful situation and open up about it. I think that you needed this closure and she deserved this type of punishment. A woman who does not care about a man she was married to for over 20 years is a shame. She did not even care about her son. I can't believe that she never tried to reach out to her son after all this. 3U Reddit user 3. Imho, she never really cared about you, the marriage, or your son. She always did what she wanted. There had been so many red flags and so many instances that you let go without getting into details of it. You would have saved a few years of your life and also the embarrassment to your son. He would have at least had his best friend with him if you had left her a long time back. I hope you learn from your mistakes and move on.